0: To another episode of the photography chat. We're uh, season three, episode 41, and we've got a bell flamingo. Is is flamingo really like your last, or is that just something you've adopted? It's
1: something I just adopted. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's
0: not a camera joke. Because I, I wasn't sure what your last name was, so I just threw it in as flamingo. Uh, yeah,
1: it's good. I'm good with that. Okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's fair. I'll I'll, I'll let my family know.
0: You you let your family. Yeah. It's like I identify as a flamingo now. Sorry, family. We're we
1: are the flamingo family. Yeah. <laughs>
0: How are you doing, man?
1: Been been a while.
0: It has been a while. Um, I'm good. I'm still a little tired from all of the driving. Um, you know, it's I've been home for like a while now. Long enough that I yeah, shouldn't like, be this tired, but I'm still tired. It um,
1: yeah, like, like two weeks. Well, you well, really drove a Doesn't it feel great to go back to your own bed after Yes,
0: all that? <laughs> I, I did. I did miss my bed, um, but yeah, it, it was great. Like it was, it was nice. Like I mean, I, I saw you in Seattle um, for the Grumpy Bean thing. And that was really cool. But then uh, also, I got to uh, see you in uh, Texas for Policon, which was a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: that was a lot of fun. I really like. I I, I like how, uh, like the the, the ride there is like super low key. You get to like have more one on one time with people. I went to the San Francisco meetup before, and it was it was just hectic, like right? which I love too. Right, but I'm saying that I got to uh, actually like you know have some really uh, like good conversations. Like I, I, I would treasure those moments we spent on the uh, man's store. I like what it's four of us and uh, hand tacos of course and just getting to to use the talk shop you no know, pretty good.
0: I thought you were like the most enamored with that weird um sex circus.
1: With that weird what? <laughs> the
0: the like sex circus thing at rubber gloves.
1: Oh, that was so, that, I'm sorry. I was just like, I, I think you were in the same mood as me. We were both like looking at each other like, what's going on here? Like, I, 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 um, I don't know. I, I respect their force of art. I just, it was, just not for me. <laughs> it's really cool. it,
0: it was interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw a lot of people, uh, like engaging with the, with the show, uh, with their photography, that was that was great. I saw people like you know Brian Brooks was like right there and like he was interacting with the with the artist while he was having, Uh so I I, I enjoy that part a lot getting to see people uh, you know workflow and how they get uh, their their eye catches and things. I right? so um, yeah, it just, just wasn't the type of moment that I, I I feel like photographing, but I I'm super uh, like I'm how can I say it? I'm like uh, surprised that the Institute of society had that like perspective on like on diverse way of, of, of building something for people to to do right. There was so many things to happen that could happen around Texas uh, uh, in Denton, and they kind of like brought that. Hey, this is Denton into today, and I, I, I really like it. I love it. yeah, it, it's
0: there. There is a really different vibe between um, Bay Area and in Texas. And I'm kind of interested to see, um, what New York is going to be like, um, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I think it's going to be, uh, it's going to be packed. It's going to be tons of people going to like New York, it's got a big, uh, community there and a lot of people super active. Um, so yeah, I won't be surprised if it's like 10 times the amount of people that we from in
0: the That sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, sounds <laughs> so overwhelming.
1: Yeah, but it's gonna, it's not really, I agree with with pizza. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I
0: might, I might actually not be able to make it to uh to New York. So, um, yeah, I've
1: been thinking on maybe I'm not like you did it a lot, like three times a year, going so My well,
0: because you, you were just, you were just there for their big opening party, right? I, I saw you in all the pictures
1: yeah I was there uh, uh I have a lot of fun got to hang out with the uh, uh, same thing that I was talking about dental I got to spend like some good one-on-one time with people so like being there on the big opening yeah you' know awesome cool but for example i i got to to spend a lot of time with uh, Collingwood reaching negative negatives in his bathroom um just getting used to you no know, talk for hours because he had a lot of syner to be uh, stuff
0: like that totally maybe to, maybe work for me to, to go there. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's too bad it's in May because like I might I might go to London for something in May, um, and I've never been to the UK before. So um, I think that if I can pull that off, would trump going to New York. Um, so I know
1: that sounds like I would would reason, right?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I I, go there.
0: I'll definitely be down for Bay Area. Um, hmm. I'm gonna make that happen for sure. Yeah, I well, go well, there hang uh, out with uh, JP and Underground, Brian. Exactly. I mean, JP is a legend. It's too uh, bad JP couldn't come out to Texas. I think he would have enjoyed all the Tex Mex. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm very. Yeah, i,
1: I miss him too. I, I haven't seen him like now. So. Bay area, Bay, area, Bay area people there
0: cheering up Alex. New, new old Polaroid is like, yay, Bay Area, yay area. <laughs>
1: Bay area yeah. Oh, JP's
0: here. Hey, JP. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, uh, so much oh, fun. So yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: we're, we're going towards you. We're going to be at Bay Area with you, JP.
0: Ne- next we year, JP, we got to you you gotta do here, it. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I really, I really, I, I ended up loving Denton. It's just such a like a, it's a small city. When I was telling all the people, yeah, I'm going to Denton, Texas. What, what's going on there? Uh, yeah. And I was like, gladly surprised. Surprisingly, I didn't see any Trump flags anywhere. I was like, I was in mind that that's how it's going to <laughs> Not at all.
0: dude, when I was driving to Ethan's in Albuquerque, so many Trump flags. It was oh, like bet, yeah. all of the fucking Trump flags. It was um, alarming. Yeah. Yeah, it is.
1: I mean, it, it's also, you have we have to do a reality check once in a while. I think that both you and I live in a, in a little bubble, in a bubble tree, so you don't get to see all that. But that, that's reality, you know? That's how it is.
0: Oh, I I see plenty of that up here in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. oh dude, we have like ultra conservatives everywhere around here. Um, we just got a newly appointed ultra conservative mayor who is like um, like an Asian Donald Trump. So not stoked to wow. see what he's going to be doing. Oh wow, that's
1: that's kind of unexpected. I I pictured Vancouver as uh, you know, very similar to Seattle in terms of politics because let's be honest it's kind of like a little bit of the same perspective. so this is eye opening for me um,
0: yeah well like Vancouver it's really good at posing and um, like a fun fact about Vancouver was it had one of the largest KKK presences in North oh. America at one point
1: Oh dang. yeah, I mean that. I I think I also read about um, Portland being one of the, the you know like main KKK hangout spots, <laughs> and I'm like Portland, like it sounds like the most liberal city ever, but uh, I'll, somehow it doesn't surprise me But, um, yeah, it, it, we live in a wild place, Mary.
0: <laughs> we we do live in a wild place, and. Um It it was a little scary like driving up to Albuquerque because like North Texas kind of creeped me out a little bit. But then Albuquerque was sketchy. Um, But Ethan's was really cool. He's such a rad guy. Like I'm glad I drove nine hours to go hang out in a garage with a strange man I'd never met before.
1: Yeah, I think that was a risky move in your
0: your (laughs) life. Well, you, you were one of the people that was telling me to do it.
1: Hey, you met me from the internet. Like, I don't know why you trust me. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, uh, yeah. I'm glad that nothing bad happened to you. In uh, you know, like Ethan is like the, the sweetest. It's like a, a one of the huggable people.
0: <laughs> oh, he's um, brilliant. Cool. Uh, he's such a such a brilliant mind and in a sweet man. Um, you know, he he is sweet boy university like that's he embodies yeah. it completely
1: yeah that's um that's definitely a a, a good representation of what he done. he's I guess, probably a graduate of football St- 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 university i'm sure it. a yeah. phd um double phd um yeah and, and it's just so fascinating talking with him on, on when i went to san francisco i got to use like walk for, I think it was like two hours, just walk around San Francisco with Ethan and just talk about life and feeling super safe with Ethan being like, you know, a a big guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, we did go to see some sketchy stuff, people throwing stuff like that, but uh, uh, yeah, he's like, his brain, is just like crazy. He's like, the way that he sees uh, stuff and he's so passionate about how things work at the point that we get to know his passion about cameras, but it actually transcends like uh, watches and uh, like no pencils and everything. Like all things uh, from mecha- mechanics electricity, everything he just like he uh, sees them in a way that that is not seen. It. He he does
0: he. It's like a it's almost like a beautiful mind kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Um, we skipped it though, because like we jumped right in, into the talk. But do you want to take a moment to like let the listeners who may not be familiar with who you are, um, let them know who you are?
1: Oh yeah. So uh, I'm Abel. I am. Uh, I'm originally from uh, South America, from Chile. been living in in the states in Seattle for six years now, I I like to take pictures. That's kind of what something I do uh, a lot <laughs> and really kind of like not much depth in there. I, i just, I just really enjoy taking pictures. That's, that's it lately. I've been in, like fascinated with cameras in the last two years, but uh, it's been mostly uh, kind of like any camera I can get my hands on for, uh, for I think it's been probably like eight to nine, nine years. Uh, and that's kind of it I I'm very obsessive about things and I think that this is the first time that I'm of, an obsession for for so long at the point that I think that hey this is this is with me now this is part of, of what I do
0: so did you get into your like Polaroid instant film obsession because you hate money? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um <laughs> no I I really don't know how like why I, uh, so my first time getting like a polarity camera was a, a little bit after I arrived to Seattle. I posted in a like in a neighborhood Facebook group, and it was like, oh my! my partner is saying eight years. Thank you. Yeah, it's been about eight years on cameras. Same time that we've we'll been together. That's why it's like a reminder. Um, so first time I I got a Polaroid camera, I posted on a Facebook group, hey, uh, I like old cameras. Do we have anything in your garage you want to get rid of? I'll take it. And I think like three or four people contacted me, and they just gave me the camera. And uh, yeah, crazy. I think that was two thousand and sixteen. Oh wow! And yeah, and uh, I went to this house of a uh, of a lady that had all the like photography collection of of her dad that passed away. Um. Between that, there was a, like a, you know one of these like Leica clones for like they used to see sell in like tear store stores, uh, stores that uh, I gave it to a friend that is really into that type of camera. And uh, these Polaroid uh, uh, SX70, that it worked right there. I think I was able to cycle through one pack or maybe half a pack, and then it just wouldn't close. It was like the mirror was up and it just, it just died. Um, so I took it to a guy here in, in Seattle that there was a, there used to be a store here that was called, I think it was called land Cameras or rare medium. It was like, like the electronics between those two names. It was like a, like a two store type of situation. Um, the guy was like, yeah, no, I think you, should, you don't, don't take this one. It's like the old model, get a newer one. And I sell them for like 3000 bucks. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to pay you something, already 300 bucks. Um, so I used I stopped until 2020. I, I saw that same camera selling for cheap and I was like, oh, I can, I, you, know, I, you know, I can try again and I fell it out there. It was like, um, just really enjoyed that first pack and then it never stopped.
0: Yeah, that's wild. Eight
1: years. No, I mean, not eight years of war, it's been like, Maybe two years of followers Before that, I was shooting a lot of 35mm. That's something that I've been doing for a long time. I just don't post much my stuff online. I kind of like recently created this Instagram account. It's been like a little more than a year, maybe. That's um, yeah, and to be honest, I'm like, uh, I'm okay with just sharing Polaroid stuff because I feel like Polaroid people are kind of fun people. You know? um, there's like not much room to be like a snob. Or anything, it's like a humbling thing, you know, like, we all, we all use this, like, there's not like an end game, super expensive for our camera, right, and it's not like you can really, you know, game it, it's like we are all using these shitty cameras, and we are kind of like okay (laughs) with what comes out, because it is what it is, so, uh, you can't really overthink it, I, I, I really like, so. Uh, I think that's why I I like Borrowed people. The the, the medium is humbling. I think that a lot of people take it that way
0: too. I I agree that the medium is humbling, but I disagree that there's not room for snobs in it because there are plenty (laughs) of of snobs in um, the the Polaroid world. Um, Depending on like what circle you're part of, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. maybe you're part of the, the the circle that doesn't see the snobbery. Um, but there definitely are, you know, snobs. Anywhere you
1: or go. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just snob. that's why I'm not seeing
0: you. No, you're, uh, you're a sweet boy. <laughs> oh,
1: thank you, thank yeah. you,
0: thank you. Yeah, sweet boy too. me about sweet boys, I see Dan joined the
1: chat there. Hello Dan, you're a sweet boy.
0: I don't know if he's giving us hearts or butt ice cream cones. It's hard to say.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's something for <laughs> them. Thanks, anyway. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Um, I, I used to shoot a lot of 35 millimeter too. I still do. Like I'm, I moved my film fridge from home into the studio. So like behind me there is the gray one was the studio film fridge, and the white one was the one from home. And that cardboard box is full of like 35 millimeter film that needs to go back in the fridge. Yeah. oh Wow. Uh, I, and then I my processor.
1: The, I I can see that trouble with. Space and fridges and stuff I uh, recently upgraded to a Like a tall fridge Just for fuel Polaroids have you so much space
0: that. Like, Polaroids you know? do take up a lot of space And like The white fridge is really fucking noisy But it was like free <laughs> And it was a gift from a friend So like I, I feel obligated To keep it um, But it was annoying me in my house Because like I live in a studio apartment So it's just one room and like mm-hmm. some nights all you hear is Wee! It's, it's annoying so it can come to the studio and it can be annoying here all at once. um yeah. but yeah it takes polaroid does take up a lot of room especially now that i've gotten into eight by ten um yeah. that takes up even more room
1: yeah i have some of um some boxes of eight by ten i even have some other see okay, okay, but i uh, and I uh, feel terrible about that. Like it doesn't fit on the feet. i so, like, feel like it's a ticking bomb right there. So that's, well, that's now now you
0: just got to buy a processor and a camera so that you can shoot it.
1: Yeah. No, I do have a camera and a, and a processor. Oh, there you I, go. I've been shooting, so yeah, haven't shoot much actually. I only taken like two pictures of my partner. That that's what I have right now. Uh, uh, but I've been thinking about uh, you know inviting some some cell folks here. Hey, a few pictures and take the portrait as a way of practicing too, because I, I I just haven't done it. Right, so I need to. I need to get my my rest before I can say I, I I'm I'm enjoying it. So far, it's just like a new thing that I'm uh, I'm getting into.
0: You should, yeah, totally. You hit a, hit them You have so many people in Seattle. There, it's such a good film community. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should get get a bunch of the people out.
1: Yeah. How have you been
0: doing with uh, of the Paro You Baiten? Um, are you able to shoot it frequently or is it more like a rare thing once one area? Um, I Well, I haven't done much shooting since I got back from the road trip because I'm mostly like, you know, last week was remembering how to do my job again because I forgot. <laughs> and then this week was catching up because I figured out how to do my job again. Um, <laughs> and. You know, I'm I'm just unpacking the studio now because like I I got here super late Monday, like l- last not this month Monday last like two Mondays ago. I just dropped all my shit off here because I didn't want to have it sitting in the truck and I didn't want to have it at home. And like today, I just like started unpacking it and putting it away and like getting the studio into more of a usable state. Um, but before
1: that, is eight by ten something new for you, or have you
0: been doing for a couple of, of years now? Or? No, so eight by ten is is new to me. Like I just bought that Dierdorf, um like a month before uh, the uh, the trip, and mm. like I'm I'm still paying it off, which yeah. <laughs> is why I was terrified when Crowbar Man was like running after us because I was like. Worried he was gonna fuck it up, and then I'd still have to pay for just like a broken pile of wood and glass, which would have been yeah. really sad. Um, but yeah, it's it's new, but I've been shooting large format for a few years now on four by five, and uh, so just eight by ten seemed to be the next natural progression. Yeah, I I for
1: there's a strong connection between Polaroid and large format. Uh, I I. I feel like it's one of the. Those are two of the few things that um, a digital camera cannot do. You know, like you don't get the, the experience that you get with those. Um, I'm not saying that, that it. I'm like want to do whatever is not possible in digital, but it's it's unique. So for for most people, it's something uh, surprising, it's like interesting to catch their attention. So that also helps for you to um get people more comfortable with, like getting to take their picture if, if, if they feel like it looks like a digital camera or something like that it's just not very fair reaction and uh, at the same time the, the pictures do tend to look unique because it's, a, it's, a, it's just very different i mean than what you can do
0: it, I, it is a very unique look and i kind of like dig it because um the the first like instant film example that uh, Polaroid ever did was with an eight by 10, like that iconic image of like, you know, Edwin land peeling the photo of himself in front of the group at New York. That was with an eight by 10. And so, you know, that was kind of, um, always the goal, um, to get to an eight by 10 camera. Um, I never thought I'd end up with a Deerdorf, which which still kind of blows my mind, but, um, yeah, it's, it's been wild. Dan says people are scared of digital cameras despite large format cameras being monstrous. I mean, th- I think people are just scared of things in general that they don't understand.
1: Yeah, I see a lot of cool people join. I see Aviv, retrograde engineer. So, hey, Aviv. Yeah, I like saying hi. I, yeah, thank you for the glass compliment. Oh, um, well, yeah, a lot of cool people in the chat. A lot of People.
0: Yeah, people. Yeah, see, Bree's in there. Um, she wants to see cat content.
1: Yeah, you no, know, I had to uh, keep the cat out of the room because uh, at this point, wouldn't be a pro- uh, productive conversation. All you know? like, oh, the time, you will see me like going do something with cats and come back, but I can hear a cat uh, like yelling outside, the, like you know, the hallway. So uh, they don't want to join the chat. Maybe that will be a special episode. Uh, we'll
0: have to hope later. Yeah, Polaroid emoji says they're a fan of you.
1: Yeah, Pete, I was actually also got to, to spend some good time with, with uh, Pete uh, when I went to the uh, to the East Coast, and I was super lucky. Like, he just had like a like a number and um, a work assignment to do in New York while I was there. I got to hang out with uh, with him, and it's lovely. Love uh yeah, my parents say that that Thelonious is yelling, and yeah that's the cat that is the one
0: making the show he's, he's singing the sound of his people because you've abandoned him
1: yeah Salonius um, is one of the uh, number one uh, like subjects of my Polaroid pictures I used to post them because I can't feel ashamed i take too many cat pictures uh, Feel wrong
0: New Old Polaroid says Thelonius like Thelonius Monk yeah
1: we actually I actually have Telonio and Monk. They're two different cats. Um,
0: uh, yeah, pretty good cuts to So not, not like you know, the other one's not monk like the TV show with that like you know crime, no, crime was, They actually bothered so around the same time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dan wants um, to know I'm if he knows how to play that. piano.
1: Clearly enough, yes, we will have a piano and I've been working up a few times by cats dancing on the piano.
0: I mean a question for Dan is that um will you sign Thelonius to your record label Oh right there you go There's yeah. a there's so a big I, collab right there Yeah I got to uh, hang
1: out with Dan in New York too and he was with uh, uh, with Priest that is one of the artists on his record label that he was beginning on on uh a bar in, in New York and it was just so much fun like they like they have built a little uh, like group that goes to, to you know a Chris show and in that in that bar and everybody loved Chris, everybody loved Dan, it was like, it still, at the moment I we were in a table outside at the moment I feel like Dan's office like people will just come here like hey Dan how are you doing and uh, sorry, yeah, he's, he's gonna have a laugh when he moves to New York.
0: Dan, Dan says yes, a thousand percent yes. He will sign Thelonious to his record label. So you heard it here. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Dan, we need to we need to talk about a um, uh, very good collaboration for. It there.
1: I have I have a few thousand pictures within You so have album so that.
0: <laughs> That's funny you, you got to make an album that at least can like challenge me out the jewels.
1: Yeah. Sorry, you don't get
0: that. You, you've never heard. Okay. So y- you know, the band run the jewels.
1: No. Okay. So. O- 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 Rotor run-
0: shock here, here, right. <laughs> <laughs> so run, run the jewels is like a rap super group, um, formed a few years back, um, with killer Mike and LP and, mm. um, when they were coming out with I think it was Run the Jewels 2 LP was like stoned filling out the online store for it and he decided to make all of these like ridiculous like bonus packs that people could buy like there was one where it's like you know for $10,000 they'll like come to your house and like get stoned and eat all of your snacks and leave copies of the record there Um, For like $100,000, they'll start a detective agency and like, you know, come to your town and like, you know, like hunt out like a Scooby-Doo style kind of detective thing with you in in your town. And then like all these ridiculous things. There's like one where it's like the I'm with the band package and for like $150,000, you'd get to go to all their like live shows and um, they would like act like you were their best friend, but... You weren't, you were just there, but you could be like, I'm with the band, man, kind of thing. DJ Shadow isn't always with them. Um, it's, uh, shit, track star, uh, DJ Trackstar is their DJ in Run the Jewels. Uh, they did do a separate collaboration with DJ Shadow for um, the Mountain Falls or something like that. Um, but then one package that was absolutely ridiculous it was called the Meow with the Jewels package. And he was like, for $50,000, I will redo the whole Run the Jewels 2 album using only cat sound. Well, and someone kick someone kickstarted that shit. Amazing. Or no, it, So someone GoFundMe and raised like $150,000 to make this like fucking album. And he's like, I was stoned and just thought this was like a ridiculous joke to like, you know, no one was actually going to buy it. And it's like, you know, here someone's like sending us $150,000 to make this like ridiculous album of cat noises. And then because like he, he didn't want to do it all by himself. He like got like Snoop Dogg and a bunch of other producers to like (laughs) take tracks on. And so he's like, I made this like super group album with all these producers who I've ever, who I've always wanted to work with. And he's like, but it's fucking cat noises. Like he was just like, this is, it's amazing and embarrassing all at the same time. Um, it's not great. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, anyone that's had to listen to cat noises for long periods of time. Um, well, well now it's, it's not like, uh, it's not a lot of fun, but it's amazing. They donated all of the money because they're like, we don't we don't need the money. So they like, you know, divvied up the $150,000 and donated it to charities. And they gave this person the cat album that no one ever wanted. Um, but did this person publish it? Can I listen to it? Oh, it's, a, it's out there. Yeah. So, oh. you, you know, you have Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube, whatever. Just like search Meow with the Jewels. And, okay, um, should,
1: should we make the rest of this chat just like a listening party of that
0: album? And like <laughs> call thing? Um, I, I don't want to get copyright noticed. Um, okay, okay, because even thanks, though it, it's cat noises, it's still copyrighted. Um, so, um, uh, but you can, you can enjoy it on your own. I don't know, you might want earplugs or to get like horrendously drunk, um, or really stoned. And um, you know, get comfortable and have your ears scratched out by Meow the Jewels.
1: Yeah, well, I I do that right. I hope it doesn't like trigger cats or in any way, it's not like I'm 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 in trouble.
0: I don't know. I've never seen anyone play it for their cats. Um,
1: there you go. That's what I'm gonna try uh, on next Thursday on Merlin Tell to have a live <laughs>
0: no, copyright, right notice. I thank you that. Awesome. Oh man, I no thanks. Um <laughs> it, it would be pretty fucking funny though. Like, yeah, I I am amused by that idea. And there's like there's some funny videos out there about the whole thing. Like there's one promo video that LP did that's on YouTube if if you search me out the Jewels where he goes into like a uh, like a shelter and he's trying to record cats to like get their thing like cats are fucking attacking him and like they're they're not pleased with with him putting microphones in their faces and um yeah it's all hilarious so i think the bars are really low for Thelonious's first album to just like dominate like the cat music genre um yeah I, he
1: won't disappoint though i mean i, I listened to all his uh some good talent there
0: yeah but does Monk have any musical talent?
1: Uh, not really I do have some followers sort of him with a uh, I think like some weird instrument. <laughs> okay <laughs> I have pretty much followers you know, of my cast I think anyone with cast will understand like is like, the problem with cast like you, they are so they are expensive because we waste still on them that's the problem with them yeah.
0: it's true yeah you do Like same thing with dogs. I have so many goddamn pictures of my dogs. It's it's crazy. Um, Well, I guess Monk could just be Thelonious's like hype man and kind of like das racist.
1: (laughs) Actually, uh, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah.
0: Uh, Polaroid Um, emoji wants to know what is your favorite camera and film stock?
1: Oh. um... So, I kind of like, I go like through periods. I think right now, my favorite camera is the Lomo LCA 120. Which Ooh, that's a good uh, camera. A it, uh, I don't know if it's good actually. i got a lot of issues with it actually. Mine, uh, I, the film advance was like not working. So, I had to like dig a hole in the back so I can use it like manual advance and, 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 and just, uh, the, you know, a red window to see through it. Uh, and it's a it's a bit pricey, but honestly, if mine broke, I would probably get another one because uh, I really like square stuff. That's one of the reasons why I like Polaroid, it. and it's just a super simple camera. Like it's uh, it feels like a point and shoot, uh, but it uses square format. I really like that. Uh, that's kind of the the reason why I like it a lot. It's like an Olympus XA but big, XA two but big. I like that one a lot, and uh, in film stuff, I I think what I like the most is Tri-X, hmm. but not because I like it as a film. And most. it's because I use this weird developer called diafine that is, uh, it uh it it has a lot of super weird properties that I could speak about like for hours, but it works well with my developer. That's the that's the the main reason. So it's not just Tri-X like Tri-X my plus my developer uh that it last year. So it's like I have this magical suit on the like with me. <laughs> has been, I don't know if we, all magic all people's diaphragm was the same. Mine is it, I like how it looks with trajects and the reason why like it nice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Nick is saying uh that is a funny way to say time zero. I I don't like time zero that much. It's just have you ever thank time zero uh Marley?
0: take those dirty heathen words out of your fucking mouth.
1: <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but just close now. Yeah, just chat.
0: Um, I mean, it depends on if you shot a shit pack of time zero or not. Cause mm. you know, if, if you get like a good pack of time zero, yeah. Oh my God. It's, it's like when you get a good pack of six, six, nine, mm. like that six, six, nine that I shot. Um, yeah oh that was great dude i was it was just like i've i've shot one pack of time zero and i got wicked lucky with it because it came out beautifully like it was so good just beautiful so i've got like one more pack from that same batch that i've been like hanging on to but it's been like two years that i've had it so it's probably shit by now um but like you know if you shoot shit time zero hmm. like I, someone just gave me some polaroid film the other day and there was a pack of time zero in it and i was just about like you know fucking orgasmed at the sight of this like you know crispy beautiful looking pack of time zero and then i picked it up and shook it and it was like i was like oh yeah um but i can all yeah yeah you know, there's. I Time zero So, so my, my
1: problem is more of a practical thing. The, the, I have time, time like working time zero, but it's just, like, so, it, it leaves, like, chemistry everywhere, it, like, exploded. My rollers were, like, all dirty. My camera I got gross with it, and it's just very hard for me to use out there because I will have to just be cleaning it all the time when it just Was it maybe, was it just me, or is that how it is for everyone?
0: I think that's just you, man. Oh, wow. The only, the only film that I've had, like, jizz all over the inside of my camera and just, like, leave spooge everywhere is one instant. Like, one instant, just like, um, new old Polaroid is angry at you for not giving her any of your time zero.
1: Yeah, so uh, uh, Alex is complaining because Ethan say that he has one for me. Ethan actually bought it for me. I posted on Mercari, I, I run the website that I used to talk to. Uh, he bought it from me. So, hey Alex, you want it from me? You have to pay, okay? No, it's not free. Oh. Okay, but, maybe maybe we can talk. Let's talk, Alex. Okay.
0: Illusion of privacy says that he's had leaky like, ass time zero packs, so you know, yeah, it's, it's not of just it's Like,
1: a, like, he's like a time zero uh, uh, expert, I and mean, yeah, like an expired film. Uh, it's just
0: sort of Um, and then. Newell Polaroid wants to know from both of us which instant film do we prefer instant or Instax or Polaroid
1: um F100C yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah I same
1: yeah uh, I, I I like Polaroid more because it's square that's it. that's my answer uh, I, I that, for me, that's like a enough you know, enough of a good reason to get it. I like, uh, and also I like Instax Square a lot for the
0: same reason. In, I, I like Instax Square, but it's it's too small. Like it's just, I, I like. So I'll say Instax Wide, is a really beautiful film medium. I, I've seen it do really beautiful things when it's not used in a shit Fuji camera. Um, I just feel all of the cameras that Fuji sells does that film such a disservice. So for that, I can't love Instax because I hate all of their cameras, like their Instax cameras. Um, so I think for me, Polaroid gets the W. Um, Cause I just, I like the cameras more like, if, if they had, like, a like a SLR-style camera that shot Instax wide, fuck yeah. Fuji would be like, I would just, like, you know, do that um, all the time. But uh, they don't, so it's Polaroid for me.
1: I see Kiara, uh, that is a, a friend of uh, of mine, joined and they that great answer for, for uh, Polaroid stuff. But Kiara... Uh, she shot my my wedding on Instax Wide, and that's actually the only pictures we have of the moment I you know that I got married. Like, and so we have a little Instax Wide album uh, here at home that is, is the pictures of, of that day. The only pictures we have, and uh, we treasure it so much. And that's when you realize that you know it doesn't really matter the camera or the film or whatever. Like, those are important. those are important pictures for us, right? And yeah. Uh, for, for it it's just a, a thing. Every once in a while I just look at them and, and I just really know them. So it's uh, yeah, I think will that's horrible. Um uh, yeah, maybe I should share some of those pictures uh later. Um but yeah, it, actually I think those are some of the first Polaroid or instant pictures I was taking where I where I am there. And mm-hmm. I think that's super uh, in Chile Polaroid cameras are not as common, no? Or instant cameras so. Well, One the very few,
0: and from the most, you know, memorable for me. Yeah, like it's it's a much more stable film, so it's 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 good for that kind of stuff. I just wish yeah. the cameras were better. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dan was also curious on what we think about the new Leica M6 announcement.
1: Oh yeah, I I saw some of the stuff online about it. The and um, I don't know what to say, to be honest. Uh, I, I'm good for the people that get it. I just feel like for the price, it's like a, it's just a lux- luxury item that takes pictures, right? It's not something that I'm into looking into. Like, I don't want to pay $5,000, for like, a am like It's just not my thing. Right? Uh, out of reach. Luxury item. Not for me.
0: I feel like if they're out of touch with the world, on that one because like wait so it's 5,000 USD so what is that in Canadian let me see here 5,000
1: like 10 million of Canadian dollars
0: obviously it's like almost 7 grand Canadian so for 7 grand Canadian I could buy like two, M- two old M6's in maybe a shitty Sumacron. Like, that's just bonkers.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it, it, it's is not for you. It's not for me either. It's for a premium market. It's for people that,
0: well, that yeah. buy a Louis Vuitton. It's, and, it's you know, for, it's for that. people that are going to, like, you know, put it on a mantelpiece and masturbate to it and never put a roll of film through it.
1: Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, it'll live I in the know. box it just,
0: uh, and it'll get fungus and, like, you know. Yeah. Twenty years from now, someone will be like, "Oh my God, a brand new inbox Leica," and they're going to have to spend a bunch of money to get it CLA'd before anyone can use it. And, you know, I'm disappointed. Honestly, it, it would have been cool if they came out with like, I don't know, like an affordable Leica. But I guess, like you know, being a luxury brand, affordable and yeah. Leica don't and also, happen in the same breath.
1: And also made in Germany. Like let let's be honest, everything that that is affordable these days. It implies that someone is not getting paid what they should be paid. You no, know? uh, that's and, true. Right. So, so that means that if you are able to make one thousand or more of a affordable camera, you are you are probably making it somewhere in, in China where these labor laws are more flexible. That's why you are doing it there. Flexible as a as a as a, a way of saying just well, uh, unethical. Right. So I'm. Uh, it, honestly, I think that it's probably okay if it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's in Germany. But for the people that, that are buying that, that it's like a luxury. Uh, hey, it's a it's a wealth distribution exercise somehow, right? Well, pay <laughs> you, so you that, match, I, cool like, that, pay for that.
0: Cool. you got me curious now on that point because it's it's actually true. <laughs> waste of silver is like, yeah, I only masturbate to old like M twos. Fair enough. Some people like the classics, <laughs> you know. No, no judgment yeah. here. So the M6 originally came out in 1984. Let's see what five thousand dollars today is in 1982 dollars. Eighty four. Same year, one of my brothers was born. So, how much?
1: I wonder on this chat. Is there anyone there that? Thinking on, has the budget to buy a like a M6 brand new? Probably not.
0: Probably not.
1: Right. But there is a fancy chat where that people are right now. Um, one day I'll be invited to that
0: one. Holy shit, snacks! So five thousand. Like this isn't the direction I wanted to go, but um. <laughs> $5,000 in 1984 today would be the equivalent of $14,000. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so Holy shit. <laughs> so like $5,000 today. Are you, are
1: you feeling are you feeling poor right now, Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Are you uh, it, it's like
0: capitalism is you right now. That you are like, oh shit! Oh my but god! Is
1: this a, a important milestone in your life, Marina. I, think that, um, I here for you
0: This is like. This is depressing. Yeah, but like. Oh, okay, uh, dude. Uh, this, this is anyway. so. This is even worse. So, five thousand dollars in eighteen fifty. Would be worth (laughs) $200,000 today. (laughs) Hmm. Oh, Jesus. We're all poor. Except for the people buying like M6s. Yes.
1: Unfortunately, we don't have any of them right here.
0: So let's see. If we go... Um, Maybe we can do this 2022 to 1984... Well, let me go backwards.
1: For people in the time, we just lost Merlin in our rabbit hole.
0: Okay, so $5,000 today is only worth $1,800 in 1984. So let's see what the original purchase price of an M6 was. I'm Marvin
1: I have. Dan is
0: asking, who will win on a fight? Merlin's Diefdorf or a bunch of influencers with six. I think that. So... I will go with the Diefdorf Actually, so, so like, you know, yeah. after fucking around with this depressing calculatory shit, um, much like Kodak Film and people complaining about, like, Kodak Film being super expensive, it's not. Five thousand dollars for a new Leica M6 is how much it cost to buy a new Leica M6 when they first came out. So
1: yeah, I mean, it's always been a luxury item. It, yeah. it's not a um, it's the same. Like this is why I don't care much. I also don't care when we Louis Vuitton releases a new a new bag and it's expensive. I'm like, cool. Like it's just their business. They they're like I'm not gonna buy it. They let go buy it, and I guess that that's it. It's just not. Not something I'm thinking about actually, no. Uh, but I'm with people like like that type of camera. I actually have a, a, a like camera before. I in, when they were like a, a bit cheaper and they are really good cameras. Great cameras. Uh, they're, they're
0: beautiful cameras, like yeah. you know. Just holy shit. Man, I'm am sad now, nobel
1: You're shocked, <laughs> Mary. I can I can see this. I I, mean, I have to change. It. Should we go back to something else cat? Like <laughs> um,
0: well so to, to answer dan's question i think my deerdorf would win because it would just like sit on the influencers and squash them especially on that fucking gitso tripod that i've got for it that thing is just a beast so the deerdorf would win yeah
1: i have a, a tripod that is from like the 60s or something the tripod head sorry it's just like 100 metal. so if that thing is just like it, it weights so much that uh, that plus the eight by ten. Last time I moved the eight by ten, I was in back back pain the, the next day. Um, I don't know if that's the problem with me or the equipment, but it's intense. Man.
0: It, it is intense. Like it's, um, yeah, my the whole eight by ten thing. Just it's like a workout. And
1: you're asking, what is your next camera related one? Like what are you saving up for? Um hmm. what is my oh, so I eh, I mean you you met Mario on at Polacon, so Mario makes amazing 3D printed cameras and he made this panoramic 3D printed camera eh, that is called the nano panel that uses uh like Mamilla Universal lenses. Mm-hmm. I really want a Mami Universal Lens because I, I you know I got a nano panel from Kim, so um, that's what I'm looking for. But I'm a Universal Lens that I can use to take these cool cam- pictures with a 3D printed panoramic camera. camera. That's my thing. And I'm, I'm saving for like an M6 uh the, And it's going to take me a couple of decades, but know, I'll do that. <laughs>
0: oh my God. Um.
1: What are I, you saving up for? What's your, or whatever is your
0: next thing? That's well, that. I still have to finish paying off the Dorf. I've got like a few more months of payments on that. Um, but I, I mean like as, as much as I like rip on the Leica bros, um, I would like one. And it's only because I used one, like a friend of mine loaned me his. And I thought they were just like an expensive like extravagance or whatever. And then I used one and I was like, I am mad about this now. Big man, because, (laughs) you know, (laughs) it is an extravagance, but it's a really nice tool. Like it's just, it, it felt, um, they feel, they feel nice. They just, I don't know, they work. It was, it was a Leica M3 double stroke um, I like the whole double stroke thing. Like some people hate double stroke, but like that's why I like my Texas Leica because um, of the whole double stroke thing. Um,
1: Isn't a Texas Leica just a Polaroid camera?
0: No, no Texas Leica um, is no? a, is a huge Fuji. So like my, mine's oh, like a yeah. six by nine, and you can also get like six by sevens and six four fives. Um. Yeah, the the Texas like is wild because it's like you get eight frames on that thing. It's it's really ridiculous. Like it's just the like every time I load that camera up, my wallet starts weeping. Like it just gets really <laughs> upset at me about it. Um, but yeah, I'd say that like some kind of Leica. I haven't really decided which one yet because <clears throat> it's like. I like the idea of the M3, but an M4 would also be nice. Maybe an M6, but like whatever. Um, some kind of like. You know
1: that, that's why you were wondering about the, you were thinking a lot about the price of the new one. You can Actually thinking on getting a, one of those cars kind of, Yes. Which is, <coughs> hey, I'm not judging here. Uh, I just, uh, I already had one and I, I felt like the same at the beginning, but then it's like, you know, I can also kind of do the things that we uh, are like a cheaper than it Eventually,
0: felt like that to me. Yeah, well, and and that's the other thing that's tough too is that like you know, as much as it felt nice and and as as cool as uh, as they are, like my F five, my F one hundred, like all sorts of different cameras do just as good of a job. Um, the biggest reason for wanting a Leica though, and it's like. It might be like a ridiculous ego thing or like, you know, total grasping at straws. But the only way that you could ever show in a Leica gallery is if you've shot Leica and have a Leica. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like... What's that?
1: So talking about Leica Leica galleries, uh, I recently went to a Leica store because I was in Bellevue, uh, you know, was a lot, like a, I got, I have a lot of time to queue, and there's a there's a a store there. We also like a gallery. and I got in, in there, and immediately someone with a you know with like camera, here comes, and like, oh hi, what a lucky camera you have? And I was like, I, to be honest, I like. I say <laughs> I say oh I have a like three, um, and they actually had some really cheap. Straps there, like they were on sale. Uh, I came out like, yeah, like I I bought something on a Leica store. That was cheap, uh, a cheap strap. I uh, came out with like a with like a shopping bag there, and I was like, wow, <laughs> you, I yeah, I just really just bought something. And still, one of these person, I bought something. I, I was also in so fancy, Merlin.
0: You have no idea. You you are so fancy. Yeah, mm, yeah. Uh, Dan says a bell worldwide trademark.
1: <laughs> yeah, um that's
0: fantastic. The uh The next realistic camera though that, that I do want to um buy is I want a big wide from, from Mario.
1: Mm. Yeah, Mario. Yeah, Mario Mario is it's like a another we're talking about eating as a genius, right? Uh, Mario is also definitely like in the genius side of, of things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the big one is such a simple and big idea. It's camera for portrait, huge 3D printed camera for this, this is really. I'm uh, using the long graph lock. That's the part that for me is a bit weird. That is that just, just this, like, Instax pack that is just so unreliable. That's the part that, you know, like, I saw him slapping the long graph lock to take the pictures at, uh, you know, in, in Texas. And I was like, Ooh.
0: I mean,. That camera fucks. Yeah, that, that's true. That's a true statement. Yeah, like, it's just... I, I haven't wanted a camera so bad in a while, and then he's like, well, I could send you the designs. I'm like, I don't have a 3D printer, and I'm lazy, and, like, whatever. Like, you know, when you're just making them, let me know, and I will just give you money, and, like, you give me camera, and we'll just do that, because... Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: the thing is, it like, uh, probably JP will know the answer. I think it takes like fifty hours to print one. Uh, something like that. It's a uh, it's a lot of time to print one. This is a lot of material, and uh, it's a uh, but it's just genius idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Zane's like big wide fucks, and <laughs> new old cameras like that. Camera fucks is a fantastic review.
1: But, you know, <laughs> you, you that's the kind of review that the Leica cameras don't get. You know. We we are good. <laughs> I mean,
0: Mario camera, like a camera. I, I I think like that's one of my favorite statements to to make is like X fucks. Um the <laughs> first time I heard of it was from like Silicon Valley with like the weird Jared guy, when that like crazy fucking Trace Coma's billionaire guy is like this dude fucks. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, JP said it was sixty five hours.
1: Sixty five hours, I think. Yeah, that, that's a lot. Imagine how many hours you could drive. Like how when well you could get driving.
0: Well, that, that's that that's more hours than I drove.
1: That you drove from from Vancouver to Texas. So. Yeah,
0: JP, like, get hours. that engraved on the big wide. <laughs> I mean, pack. better than that, Mario should just get some shirts made with, like, a big white on it, and then on the back says, this thing fucks.
1: Yeah, I think that, actually, I think that we should just, you should, Mario, we should just make stickers that say, this camera fucks, and just, like, for letting people put it in their camera, and, you know, actually, I think a sticker, a sticker, uh,
0: aficionado like so. <laughs> oh my I god so dude sorry sorry <laughs> to interrupt but like yeah. on on the YouTube stream um, some this is the first time it's happened a bot just like signed on the username pro, and their comment was hot girls here all in capitals with a heart
1: oh wow finally
0: we yeah. were looking for yeah this, I mean kind of content- I I Podcast it's over. Because,
1: it's that's, because you say camera facts. That's it it, what, it like is. Yeah. Boss, yeah, is in
0: I think this is like yeah. the, the the peak of the chat. I can't go any higher than this. Um, yeah, Zane's like, <laughs> this dream fucks. <laughs> <This dream fox. laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Someone ask a camera question. We're getting really off base here.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's. The next camera I really want and more realistically will probably get uh, would be a big wide because um, it'll probably be a while before I can... Uh,
1: I mean, after before, this, like, uh, the like advertising segment for the week big wide, if Mario doesn't send you a big wide, I will be like, what What are you doing, Mario? Like, all the 14 people watching this stream, they're going to get a, a big wide right <laughs> after this, So. Less he can do this, yeah, I, I, I want to
0: yeah. be like the Oprah of big wides. So it's like you get a big wide and you get a big <laughs> yeah. wide and you get a big wide.
1: Everyone in the comment section gets one of those amazing three Yeah, Exactly. To your house. So yeah. Just write your social security number in the comments here and we'll send you one uh, right after the cement.
0: Yeah, we need uh, your mother's uh, maiden name, your credit card number, your social insurance number, and your last four addresses. Um, also, is that, is send that, is, a pre-signed check with no numbers to <laughs> the address below.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is that the the social security number in Canada, the social
0: insurance number? What's, what's the, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's, so it's the SIN number here in Canada, which I, I always know. find okay. hilarious. And you, you the guys, SIN see. number, yes. That's your,
1: I mean, we're all born in SIN. So yeah, <laughs> that exactly. A little sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I lost mine a really long time ago. Oh, you no, but I'm good <laughs> so
1: we're already getting some numbers there. <laughs> there yeah
0: and now I can't remember it like I I lost it years ago and I just didn't want to go but, through but, the process of like getting another card so I had it memorized but now I can't remember okay. it
1: So you're lost the you no know, social insurance number you don't remember it and aren't you worried about that?
0: I'm worried Why Well, I, I well could use no mine. You can use mine Dude I'm like So In debt That it would Be <laughs> yeah. like If someone could extract Anything Out of Whatever They try to like Identity yeah. theft me with Um yeah. You know Get on them Cause I've tapped yeah. That shit out This fucking horse Is done
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ariela Is asking if I'm drinking From a yoga tank And actually I am So these are some Like You know It's a now jean water bottle that they sell on I think it's like $12 on Freestyle or something like that oh wow and it, it, it's like a Jovo well, I think I've seen a still website also for, for cheap and I had they came this and a little uh, Thermos that also is like Jovo Jovo branded so yeah it's, it's good to just, you know just, sometimes you want to drink your freezer uh,
0: and, and what developer do you have inside of it right now
1: no, I like the format pre How you ever forma? FOMA, Foma pre <laughs> I
0: <laughs> it's have like Gatorade. It do. It yeah. looks. It looks like blue Gatorade. Like
1: yeah, it is. It, yeah, I, it's a good. It's a good stuff. I like it. Like make, making margaritas like,
0: I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I've been tempted to uh, to drink it a few times. I might have. No, I'm not. I won't judge. It, like like uh, know, there's, yeah, there's there's no judging here. So you say it's it's on the Sinistil yeah, website shop all merch and lifestyle supplies. I was really sad that my um, 400 D pin that I got for being a backer, it like it like broke. Oh, I have Yeah, they've got the the Nalgene water bottle. It's twenty dollars, American, and then. They got a thermos bottle, 300 milliliters. That seems like a very small thermos.
1: Yeah, that is very small. It's like just a stack of a cup of coffee for me. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh, look, I didn't get it because it was a great deal. I'm going to be honest with you. I got it because it says Yogo. I'm just thinking it's kind of funny. Um, thanks, Aguila, for noticing this it. the first time ever. I noticed notice that I have this weird. No, I'm, I'm. Thank you. Too low some of yeah. Minutes.
0: Someone says Anyone remember the kid on Reddit Who drank some developer And was like Am I going to be okay Why the fuck would oh, someone Do something like that
1: Oh yeah That, that was um Yeah it, it, it did happen Like And I was asking for advice on Reddit I mean It's the kind of people That would ask for advice on Reddit The kind of people that drink uh, <laughs> uh, Developer but, Yeah Not me by the way Just want to make it clear This is water Okay This is water. <laughs>
0: That's fair. Yeah. Uh, JP says, remember the dude that drank some darkroom, Kim? And his skin started changing colors? I don't remember. That's that's I a little crazy. Remember. I don't understand why people do dumb shit like that. But Yeah, it's
1: already dumb enough for you to be shooting you on. 22, like 22, You don't have to be drinking the developer, too.
0: Yeah i'm gonna have to buy one of these like ridiculous water bottles now i'm blaming yeah, I'm you i'm sorry no blame Ariela. she noticed
1: have you met Ariela? by the way she's in Vancouver.
0: yeah she's been in my studio yeah, oh, that's cool. yeah. i traded uh, an 8 by 10 with her for her uh her latest book it's a fantastic book I don't know if there's any copies of it left, but um, it was—I think it was Winnipeg, right, Arie- Ariella? Or no, sorry, Saskatoon. Even more unmemorable. So she made this book that she called "There's Nothing Remarkable About This Place," um, and she's not wrong. Like Saskatoon, Saskatchewan is—is is like it's pretty boring. Um, it reminds me a lot of like Prince George, um, but just a little bit bigger, but it's just sort of like also like nondescript sort of like, I mean, broken down old square, uh, square style Chevys. Um, but her photography makes it look a lot more interesting than the place actually is like, um, yeah, so I think she's got think a few know. copies of the book left. How many did? She did a hundred copies. So, um, yeah, I think uh I don't know, yeah, square bodied Chevys are, I mean, yeah, they're big money now, but like you couldn't fucking give them away before, but like look at, look at that sweet grain elevator. Oh.
1: Huh? oh yeah if that if that
0: doesn't get you excited to go in the middle of nowhere and like drink pap's blue ribbon, I don't know what will
1: I have to do that i you know i i i've been in uh, like high density areas only in the last five years I state I don't think I' have been much like spending much time on where like nothing happens uh, and I think that it's a uh, hey that is 99 percent of north america right (laughs) um uh yeah i feel like i'm 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 missing out on getting to know what's the actual core of all this you know the the experience of being here
0: well then we'll one of these times when i go down to seattle i'll just pick you up and we'll just fucking drive around into weird places
1: yeah, I mean, last time I saw you driving, you drove all the way to Texas. So yeah, <laughs> it's not
0: that far. This twenty-dollar bill is ridiculous. Someone stamped on it saying that Donald Trump lives here.
1: Ah, that's crazy, man.
0: It's it's super crazy. Now I'm not
1: sure. Now I'm not sure if I want to go to low density in the, 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 the area.
0: Well, I mean, not all of them are bad. Um, ooh, Wisconsin with the 4x5. That would be pretty cool. Um, I mean, I, I drove through the Midwest and really liked it a lot. Like, it's. Oh, fuck. Um, where is it? What other comments do we have here? Um, yeah, I guess Ariella fucked off. She can tell us if there's more copies of her book.
1: Yeah, I think Ariella might have left that.
0: Hey, I mean, another fantastic book um, that I'm very touched to have gotten a copy of is uh, this this sweet book here.
1: Oh, by Dan. I really like that one, actually. Oh, it's yeah, so nice. I, yeah, I was kind of, uh, I, I, I kind of like never been impressed by it. People that lift the poor emotion and do stuff like this because I can't I like everything looks the same. But I really like the dance book. I like those ones that he has like you no know, multiple emotions
0: together. So yeah, like, like this, like that one. Right? Th- this is really this like is that. a Mr. Clean original right here. Original. Okay. Yeah, I I was very flattered that um that he hooked me up with this one. I got to get it framed so I can put it up in the studio. Um, yeah. I don't think you'd want to live in the Midwest forever either. Cause I feel like that could get a bit weird, but like driving through the Midwest is interesting. And the people have a lot of, there's a lot of interesting stories and I met some really like fascinating people, uh, through there. And surprisingly they're friendly which I didn't expect being a colored person going through those parts. Um, It was a lot friendlier than I thought it was going to be. And like, we weren't on main interstate roads at all. Like we, we took some of the back parts, like going through old chunks of the route 66 and stuff like that. And um, yeah, there's still like a few random folks that, uh, that I met on that trip that, I still stay in touch with today. It's oh, wow. Totally random. It's like I may never see them again, but you know, we're Facebook homies.
1: Yeah, on the on the Midwest, I, uh, my partner and I once drove from uh, St. Louis to Chicago. That's kind of like my only road trip experience over there. I remember everything being super flat, like, you say like you know, fields of whatever they were growing there, left and right, or.
0: It's pretty flat.
1: Yeah. That's I that, uh,
0: interesting for me.
1: Uh, so I get, I have to know, get to know more in the, in that area. It sounds, uh, like it's one of those, maybe is when people talk about the states, they don't picture that type of, uh, you know, that type of city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that the, the, everything over there, uh, it, it's old, you know, I, that's something that uh, kind of like a related and a different type of old. Uh that's something I like about Chicago, I like about New York is that you go there and the uh the city feels like original. You know, like it, it has went through a bunch of you know, and um, a bunch of crises and a bunch of bright moments and this is how it is now. While here in Seattle I a lot of the times I feel like uh, especially like you no know, downtown today, you go there and everything is like hot. You know, there was a interior designer that made this place. You no, know? like everything looks uh, it, it was made by uh, capitalism and not by uh, an original uh, human experience, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that is something that I also like. I, I, I got your book of the uh, bodegas in, uh, at Polacon. And, that's something, something that I also can, can see there, right? Like there's, there is history, there is like a human expression on every single one of those bodegas to see there and the context in the building, you know, the, there's history right there. Well, I couldn't do that here in, in Seattle. I would be like, hello. You, know? <laughs> you just don't, don't have, a, we just don't have that. And uh, so, you know, your your book made me a bit nostalgic about that. A sea experience of feeling that you are surrounded by your own
0: history. No, well, th- there is some like interesting. Um, <clears throat> there, there is some interesting history, but it's it's like a it's a pretty white history. Um, so I mean, some people might not like that. Um, I mean, I, I stopped in Everett. And that was actually a fucking cool place. Like yeah. ever. was pretty neat. Um, so I, I would check that out again. Um, someone says here, Wisconsin consumes the largest amount of frozen pizza by per capita in the country. And it shows, well, I mean also cheese, like fucking Wisconsin, perfect, a bunch like, of cheese heads, yeah. like, you know, I love cheese, but if I ate like a fucking brick of cheese all the time, I would look like a brick of cheese. And I probably wouldn't be shitting for like weeks. But, <laughs> <coughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm a lactose intolerant. So for me, it's
0: just sound know, that interesting. Mm-hmm. Cheese is life, man. I, I couldn't live without it. Yeah, I love cheese.
1: Yeah, you know, that's so- See, that's yeah. the thing
0: that's funny. Yeah. All my friends that are lactose intolerant are just like, and sometimes they'll be like, yeah. "Fuck it, I'm gonna eat some cheese," like this is gonna ruin me, but this is
1: worth it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm gonna do this. We're doing this. Been
1: there, been there many times. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, hard choices to have to do. Yeah, I am. I'm like Victoria. It's actually like, um, uh, so I am. Um, I, I am like you know Chilean, like a native Chilean people have a a. Like, there's this particular group of, of native Chileans that, that are not good at all with lactose, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like not my, my origin. reason. So, uh, it's like me and all my family. And just for that reason, like, Chileans are, are like top, uh, yeah, I think it's like top three on lactose intolerance in the world, which is super funny because it's such a random fact. But yeah, that's my I, no, we, we
0: I mean, now, just in honor of you, I. Want to have like a triple cheese pizza for dinner when I get home. Do it,
1: yeah. Do it, and please do it for me. <laughs> think about me while doing it. And in the picture, each time you're having like no good cheese, please think. <laughs> do, it, do it for me. I'll appreciate
0: it. Exactly. I'll, I'll like just. I'll take a picture of the pizza and like have a picture of you next to it, and it's like do it for him. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I. Since I was in your past weekend, I had the. Yeah, I. I I've been in New York before and I'm always like, oh yeah, New York pizza, it's okay. Like it's not, uh, I haven't been impressed by it. But I I had the best slice of pizza I think I've ever had last weekend and I was just like shocked by how good it was. So I had to go and the next day again, hide for dinner. Uh, and I'm just doing all the pizza you now. It's just like the dough. It was just so, just like the amount of fluff was perfect. And mm-hmm. i don't know, man, good
0: pizza. Yeah, like, when you get a good slice, like, it's just, it'll make you do things that you, you wouldn't imagine you'd, you'd do. Like, it, it, I you, think that's, like, the adult version. Well, yeah, it's, like, the adult version of a Klondike bar. It's, like, you know, like, what would you do for a Klondike <laughs> bar? It's, like...
1: Oh, I, I I will do, like, a lot of things for a Klondike bar, like, as an adult now. <laughs> that's so good.
0: <laughs> but but what would you do for a Leica M6? What would I do?
1: Probably I would do more than what I do for a like that. So in perspective, I'm like, I, I might do a lot for it. I don't know. Don't challenge me on this. Please don't offer me weird stuff for a Leica because <laughs> I don't know where the limits are. So please don't do it. I, I don't want to know uh, what I'm capable of doing, please.
0: Yeah, I have weird limits too, so like, it just <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're going to start getting some weird proposals on night, I think probably.
0: It's like, you know Leica M6 release meets indecent proposal <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't murder someone for a Leica but, you know, I might, like, blow someone But it, it de-
1: doesn't really depend on who like, if it's a terrible person like someone that you like, you know what I mean? Won't you do it? Maybe.
0: No, because I wouldn't want to go to jail. I, I'm, I'm like, as, is is like cute and cuddly Literally, as offering, I am. I don't think I'd do well in prison.
1: I'm offering you a very clear escape to the crime scene. Like everything will be taken care of. Like you know, fingerprints, nothing there. Nobody will ever find the murder weapon. Like.
0: Well why you don't are, you murder the person yourself then
1: you lazy ass? Because I'm I am testing you. I really want to do it like a camera. So you, you say you say yes and I send my guys to your apartment, they will take you to the uh, where it will happen and
0: I mean this it. is just starting to sound like a weird kink now. Like, you know, I don't judge, <laughs> but like, you know
1: <laughs> I was testing you Mary. you passed it. So I you passed
0: it. I, I've uh I've um I've heard this plot line in Fletch yeah like the original <laughs> hey Emily
1: yeah I think, I think this plot is uh, and you are you are a certified uh, good boy I mean I don't but
0: know, I don't know if I'm, I- I'm a certified good boy but I can behave sometimes <laughs> yeah. yeah um <laughs> a lot of
1: good people in the chat saying that murder is bad. Uh, I agree, I See, agree with Grossman
0: thirteen. that's the thing. I don't murder is bad, and like I can't remember. Maybe, maybe it's with an with Ethan's chat. We were talking time machine stuff, and you know, the any time time machine stuff gets brought up, someone says, "Would you go back in time and kill baby Hitler?" No, I wouldn't kill a child, but I would go back in time and give his dad a vasectomy.
1: That's an interesting uh, point. There, I would, uh, I would probably kill Baby Hitler. Uh, (laughs) Is that is that is that that wrong? You Uh, ask me, I'm okay with that. I will, I will do it, and I don't think I will even cry for it. I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, but how would you kill Baby Hitler?
1: Uh, yeah, Grossman13, once again, I'm agreeing with Grossman13, he also kill uh, Baby Hitler. I don't know how I feel about agreeing with Grossman13. I don't know who it is, but the name is the food. Sound good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I Baby kill Baby you, Whatever. I will, ideally, will be like a painless death, I guess. Uh, but I, I would like to be at least like nice because baby, but.
0: Yeah, but, you know, what if he was, like, a really, like, colicky baby? You know, whatever. Um, someone's, like, put him in a bag like kittens and drown him.
1: No, sometimes wrong. I mean, yeah.
0: I would, like, if I was no, going to kill, if I was going to, like, kill baby Hitler, which I wouldn't do, um, I would put him in the oven. Cause, like, you know, no, just I, like a taste of like what he was gonna do to people, yeah. I would just like, you know, I'd set it to four fifty and throw him in, and just like, you know,
1: yeah. Look, for a moment, I thought when you were saying that we're not gonna kill Baby Hilly, I'm not gonna kill I thought that I was somehow like less than you. Now I'm like, I think I'm sorry. I think I I'm taking the, <laughs> the moral victory different. yeah uh, <laughs> Yeah.
0: Well we're making JP happy, so so that's gotta count for something. Um it's Baby nice, Hitler doesn't right. have an M six, but I mean here here's a weird one. Here here's a w cause like <laughs> Okay, here's the weird one.
1: So far everything is absolutely <laughs> <moving on. laughs> normal. Yeah, all only asking the
0: good question. Merlin, please. Yeah, saying <laughs> that I'd put here's Baby Hitler one. in an oven wasn't terrible. Um, you know <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. You know what? No, no, no. I'm not gonna. I'm not. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> um, okay. uh,
1: are you censoring yourself now?
0: Okay. Well, so wait. Like, no, we A- Alex. So Alex Indeed. says that Leica wasn't around in World War II, but I think they were. Uh, let's see. When was Leica? founded 90 no 1986 doesn't seem right when when was
1: yeah I the, you you
0: Yeah, I can't be older than Leica. 1924. They were totally around for World War 2. Like Ly- were totally around for for World War II. they weren't around for World War One, but they were um, definitely around for World War Two. Um, no M sixes though. Yeah, they were the barnacks back then. Um, I would not kill Hitler for a barnack. Um, you know, having to like cut the film leader and all that shit. Fuck off. Like, eh, fuck off. That's just
1: just um, you know, in 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 back in my you know in, in Santiago, I uh, I used to get all my cameras repaired by this super old German guy, and uh, he's the sweetest person ever. You know, and I would trust him all my camera, and you know I I kind of like love him as a person, but I really don't want to know why his family migrated to Chile as an old German guy. <laughs> uh, I just like it. Just don't, just don't tell me. I'm like, I just wanna.
0: Sometimes I just wanna know. That's fair. Nick says he would kill Hitler for a barnock. I mean,
1: um, I will... but maybe Nick will do it for free too. Maybe we can just get it
0: like. That's fair because, like, you get like a barnock for like five hundred bucks. So it's like you know that's that's not at all, you know. I so. I would probably kill baby Hitler for like a new M6 in box with a Noctilux and a few other lenses. Yeah. I think, Yeah, you know,
1: I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we went very deep on, on this comment. Will you go in time and you no, know, just to, just to say hi to uh, baby JP maybe, you know, you say like, Hey man, be
0: great. I mean, if I had a time machine, I it, would really yeah. want to go back in time and find out for a fact if Jesus was a whore. That's what I would want to go back to, because like I, I think he was like a he was like a he was like a party guy, and I also think he was the first trans person that ever existed. So I'd like to go back in time and and you know find out if those are in fact true. Um yeah. I bet he's an yeah, ma- am, amazing cuddler I mean, too.
1: <laughs> that I will <laughs> go back in time to see this is an amazing cuddler too. I think I that's uh, absolutely valid.
0: Yeah, I, I think that'd be amazing. Yeah. It's like what's up, Jesus? I'm from the year twenty twenty two and I came all the way back here to see if you wanted to cuddle. Just like, you know, stroke your beard a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <clears throat> yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I'm surprised it went on this direction. Uh, but I'm, I'm happy about it, yeah.
0: And I would wanna see like what his water turned into wine tasted like. Like if it was like, oh, if like it was good wine? notes for that. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what if
1: it wasn't yeah.
0: Yeah. What if it wasn't good wine?
1: Like that's probably hype a
0: someone says yeah. yeah take jesus's photo on eight by ten that would be awesome you know if i could go yeah. back in time with my Deerdorf and like the polar processor and i guess i'd have to bring like a jackery or something so i could plug the eight by ten processor into it um yeah that would be that would be kind of appeals on rails with mary <laughs> um Nick had a really good one here. Whereas I gotta go back in time and stop heroin from being outlawed. I mean, stop all drugs from being outlawed. They, you know, whatever. The war on drugs is super dumb. Uh, also, New Old Polaroid made a comment that no one understands the uh, the phrase, I am a meat popsicle. Um, you know, I love that phrase. It's from The Fifth Element. Best fucking movie ever.
1: Oh, I like The Fifth it. I don't remember that. Very good at the movie, very bad. At it's right at the stuff.
0: start where it's like, You know, are you human? and he's like, Negative, I am a meat popsicle. <laughs> and I, I do really think that Jesus was trans because if he was like a virgin birth, there would have been no X chromosome, he would have been like a double Y, so he would have been born female. I so. think you
1: are missing the point of miracles and stuff, it's just like. It doesn't have to be logical.
0: I mean, uh, no, but like we've proven science is a real thing. So from a science perspective, without like, you know, the, the, the P to the V and all that kind of stuff, like, you know, if if he was in fact like a miracle birth that way, um, he'd be double Y, which means he would be a woman. So he'd be uh, he'd be the uh, Wow the first trans person. Which I would love to find out um, if that was true or not, to come back and share that knowledge with the world today and watch people's minds explode. <laughs> so that would be... Um, yeah, I don't,
1: I don't know. I, I, Are you yeah, double X, to, sorry,
0: yeah. So it's like, yeah. whichever chromosome it is, uh, they would the the one that like turns the babies into a, a, a man wouldn't uh, double wouldn't X be there. by the
1: way, amazing, amazing film.
0: Double X, X is my colors. favorite film. I it's fucking beautiful. love Double X. X. Yeah. It's like the it's, best it's film. Great. It's uh, so nice. I have a I have a role the one twenty one that I
1: want I don't wanna like the a Steel one twenty double mm-hmm. X, whatever it's called. I'm just like saving it. I don't know what to do with it because fifty five is so nice.
0: That would be fucking amazing. Dude, sh- shoot it. You can always buy more. True, yeah. What I'd like them to do is put it out in a 4x5. They've they they've teased about it. They've, they've teased mm. about which is mean. They don't tease about shit like that. Um, Alex asked us what our favorite cocktails are.
1: Hmm. Um, do I have a favorite cocktail? I don't think I do, actually. I'm more into... Uh, wine and beer. Like, you know, just them, um, you know, just the thing.
0: What's your favorite wine then?
1: Oh, uh, it's, it's going to sound like a big snob stuff.
0: Just do it. Um, Be a snob.
1: And, um, okay, so what's my favorite wine? So I'm from Chile, so we have a lot of, uh, uh, like you no know, wine and very interesting wine industry. So there's this type of wine called Carignan that you can only find in Chile and a few places in Spain.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, it's like a full bodied red wine. And I really like Chilean Carignan that in Chile you can find it easy. Italy, I don't think you can find that much here in Spain. So uh, that's kind of it. It's, maybe, maybe I wouldn't even like it that much. Uh, it's just I'm home So oh. <laughs> I, mean, I go there and try it on, like, what is it? thing? Uh, used
0: to like it when it was uh, nearby me. Actually, so I don't drink a lot of wine now, but I do get snobby with wine too. Because it's just like, I'm not like 19 trying to get shit-faced for like the most cost-efficient way possible. It's like, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to enjoy alcohol, I'd like to enjoy something that, you know, doesn't feel like it's gonna fucking make me shit all of my guts out and like have a wicked headache the next day but one of my favorite chilean wines is connoisseur I hey, mm. i like that one a lot and it's like yeah fairly inexpensive and not total ass and it's, it's, a it's lot the one with a
1: bicycle yeah the uh, one the with the bicycle
0: yeah yeah i like so that one that one
1: yeah, that one I used to like it a lot back in Chile. So it's actually something that is available there too, which is rare. A lot of times, stuff that exists here, i like, this is, they don't even sell this stuff in Chile. Uh, and it's good because you could get, I think it was three bottles for something like $8. In the Holy shit. Market. Yeah. So I, yeah, I really, I, I think it's. <laughs> It's still like I think it's $3 a bottle, and you can get 40 So I will get it because it was like good wine for like a super cheap, so I will get it in, in Chile all the
0: time. Now. I do like a nice Chianti every now and then with some Fava beans and some brains. But, um... <laughs> Waster of, I was laughing because Waste Silver is like, is Mad Dog a 20 out of 20 wine? Mad Dog is not something that anyone should put into their bodies. Like that fucking... <laughs> You know, and, and Emily is saying, you know, 40 of beer. Oh man. So like when I was a child, um, we right. used to drink forties of old English because you could buy them for $5 and 25 cents, which is probably a lot more now. Cause that was like 1995 money. So that was probably like $30 now, yeah. um, but in nineteen ninety-five for five dollars and twenty-five cents you could get pretty shit faced and for ten fifty you could get really shit faced. But I tried drinking in old English a couple of years back just for like, you know, old memories' sake, and I just about like threw up all over myself. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck. Why did I drink this garbage? This is terrible. Like Yeah. And it was funny because in the town that Emily and I grew up in um, they actually stopped selling old English for a while because they found out that the only people buying it were children. And, uh, oh. yeah, because like what fucking adult is going to be like, I'm just going to crack open a nice 40 of, uh, you know, malt liquor in front of my children. Here. <laughs> like, it was terrible. <laughs> I like that. Uh, um, when guys like it's efficient, I mean, it, it is efficient. But there was, like, a few times where, if like, we, we partied too much and, like, you know, there would be a couple of, like, 40s just that had been open all night that just sat on tables. And we would dare people to, like, chug them. And they would throw up. Like, it's a warm malt liquor. is not something you should fuck with and terrible. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound great. Not looking
1: not, not forward to try that.
0: Uh, don't don't try it um yeah with red wines I like um my favorite one's a bc one it's called burrowing owl and they they make some nice yeah. reds that's a really nice one um Tinhorn Creek is also pretty good from from BC um yeah kind of like expensive shit now um but for cocktails, I love a nice Negroni. Those are like I'll fuck with one of those and an old fashioned. So like Negronis and old fashions.
1: I like Negronis too. Uh, I I have a friend that is really into making cocktails. That's the best kind of friends you want to go to visit. They're like they are so excited. Let me let me make your cocktail right now, dude. Actually. Okay, good.
0: Well, and there so there's this like restaurant by my house here in Vancouver called Locus, and they do this like smoked old-fashioned and they use like uh they use like a tobacco and cigar smoke to do the smoking and it's just like it's one of the most magnificent drinks i've had because the something about like using the tobacco for the smoke just adds a really interesting dimension to it and um they go down way too easy they're super dangerous their food is also amazing. If if um you ever um if you ever come to Vancouver, I'm going to take you to uh, to Locust and we'll get some food. Uh, don't threaten me with that, Alex. I I will come to San Jose and um you know, we will get drunk. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I I will I I
1: think that was how I just to both of us, right? I'm to
0: go Yeah. Again, or for sure. bring your game to Policon Bay Area and uh, we'll just yeah. like you know someone will have an Airbnb where we can just like revive corpses yeah. <laughs> for sure yeah I got to briefly meet uh, Alex you know, on
1: uh, Policon Bay Area but it was like a two minutes like meet up I was like hey I'm Alex hey I'm available, and then like she left she had to take care of stuff, so I um, we are definitely uh, due to get in contact, the and get to chat. So uh, now we know. Then I forget dreams. Uh, course survivor number two.
0: Well, she's she's daring us, but I don't. You don't have to dare me. Like you know, I'm I'm like the CEO of dumb shit. Like I will do anything like, twice, probably.
1: If, if you dare us, we will go and kill Baby Hitler. We just prove that. i that. <laughs> like I. <it's, laughs>
0: Yeah, but we—I think we determined that like you would kill baby Hitler in a much more humane way than I would.
1: Yeah, yes. yeah, that's something that we established as a big, strong between
0: us. I'm like, I guess it would be kind of like punishing baby Hitler for future things that he hasn't done yet, but like also, yeah. like you know. But here's a fucked up ripple effect. <laughs> to killing baby Hitler. Okay. And this is okay. something that a lot of people may not understand. Um, is that you two can share the queen bed in our guest room. That sounds cozy. Are you a little spoon or a big spoon? Big spoon. I'm okay with being a little spoon. <laughs> okay. That could work. Yeah. No poking though. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> no, <I don't> <laughs> um, So a lot of the medical science that we enjoy today is a direct result of what the Germans and the Japanese did during World War II. More specifically, um, the, the Japanese did some like absolutely horrid things to human beings during World War II. And that's where a lot of um, the medical breakthroughs were derived from, is, like, they... I don't even want to talk about, like, the, the terrible things they did. You can Google that shit, and if you want to go down a really yeah. terrible rabbit so hole... I will, um, but, Google it and still kill baby but, I'm
1: sorry, Are you trying to convince me, Merlin, to not kill baby people? Well,
0: I'm, I'm d- just, like, you know... What kind of, like it's just kind of like an interesting thing to um, think about. Like, you know, if those atrocities were not to happen, then we wouldn't have the advancements that we all take advantage of today that, you know, for I mean more in like the U S people with money get to afford in Canada. Most people here can like, you know, take advantage of those things without any extra cost because like, you know, our government doesn't care very much about us, but they do care about us just a little bit more than yours does. Um, which is like, you know, warms the cockles of my heart when I go to sleep every night. Um, but killing baby Hitler, like, What kind of, well, like, lots of things wouldn't happen. (laughs) I wonder if there's already a movie about this that we can
1: watch on uh, Marilyn Photography Chat, uh, movie club.
0: I don't, Uh, no one should make a movie about this. If anyone would, though, it would be, like, Amazon. Like, you know, Amazon would make a movie about that. Um, yeah Alex says exactly the US was not shy to take the scientists and data that resulted and yeah that's the thing like so much awful shit that happened during World War II was capitalized on by first world countries like is it specifically the US but like you know Europe enjoyed a lot of uh, the, the fruits of that poisoned apple um, so it's kind of an interesting one someone made a really good point though earlier um, saving the Archduke Ferdinand from dying might've changed a lot of things and negated the need for killing baby Hitler because like, you know, he wouldn't he wouldn't have to like do the things he did or like send someone yeah, back I'm, in time to like give him a hugs and tell him that his art is good and maybe buy some of his art so that he could just start a prosperous art career. Yeah
1: him just give him a like i'm and tell him do it you could you know this thing photography is great like
0: you
1: should yeah just
0: go out and yeah exactly you know or or like you know someone like finds like a a rich benefactor to just like sort of like you know make hitler their like their art guy like people used <laughs> to do back then like you know it's like oh yeah i got like a yeah. painter guy you know, I, I throw yeah. some money at him, and I make sure that he's not starving, and he paints shit for me. And uh, you know, if he had, if he had a, only a little bit of encouragement, the world could have been a very right. different place. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah that's that's why I'm really generous with likes and stuff on Instagram. You know, in just in case you never know, I just see, help people feel better or their art, you never know when you, you are just trusting the next people.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, especially now that we are in like the land of incels and ultra conservatives. And like, it's, it's, it's kind of terrible. Like in Vancouver, we have this like, um, like almost like epidemic issue happening with, um, violence against women where there's all of these men that are just like randomly attacking women. Like, punching them in in the head or face or like, you know, attacking them. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like why why are people like feel like that's a, a thing to do? Like a right thing to do. Like it like it's just to yeah to attack women because they're not interested in them. And it's like, this is why people aren't interested in you because you feel it's okay to attack other human beings because, you know, they don't want you or aren't interested in you. It's like, maybe think about why that is and, you know, work on being more desirable.
1: That is something I haven't hear about. I mean, I've heard so many different ways of, violence against women of course right? but that like like a widespread it seems like some kind of insult movement going on like a you know, more modern approach of it uh, uh just punching people like in the streets and aggression that mm-hmm. I can see that happening out of that room you know here in the states in other places or in my home country holding there uh, maybe unfortunately you know kind of like just a few steps ahead. In the world now. Um, So it's it, yeah. Not, maybe. Maybe humor is not enough. So we just like get rid of all of it.
0: Well, I mean, JP did make that comment. He said if he had a time okay. machine, he would go back to the primordial ooze and throw back the fucking creature that we came from into the water.
1: Yeah. So in this very
0: positive note and on that bombshell um i mean yeah like i we've had a pretty good run like human humans have had a lot of time to do a lot of interesting and, and, and positive things we've also had a lot of time to do some like dreadfully awful things to, to each other and to the planet we live in. And I've said it before on, on other chats. And when I'm talking to people is that I I find that whole rhetoric of, uh, we need to save the planet because we're killing it. I find that kind of funny because the, the planet's going to be fine. Er Earth will recover once we're not part of it. Um, it's just that, um, we're killing its ability to sustain our lives and it, it's we're approaching it all wrong. It's like the same thing as the masks and, in in and, and, um, and the, the vaccinations, they approached all that wrong too, because like the whole approach was, Oh, you need to wear masks to protect other people. You need to take vaccinations to protect other people. They should have been like, you need to wear a mask to protect yourself. Because if you wear a mask, you're going to be fine. And fuck other people. And it's like, you need a vaccination to protect you. Because, like, you know, fuck other people. Mm-hmm. If they appro- took that approach, the selfishness inside of us would be like, yeah, fuck everyone else. I'm going to wear my fucking mask. Why aren't you wearing fucking masks? <laughs> fuck you. And instead of, like, you know, you need to do it to help other people. It's like, why the fuck do I want to help other people? Fuck other people. You know, I want to help myself. And
1: it's That's like, a great point, actually. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Yeah. That, that could have changed. The outcome of, of it all <laughs> funny enough um although i don't know i just feel like this just like like humans just find a way to to make the wrong choice one after the other there's always gonna be this you know group of people that they just made up their ideology that they just go all out again you know common sex the common sense and you know uh, yeah their own survival (laughs) and they would just just go for it. I don't think there's a, uh, yeah, I don't think that we can really have a way to fix that.
0: No, I I think Alex is right. We should just make more art. Like that's.
1: That is true. Yeah. Uh, That, that is why we have uh, a, available for us to escape a bit of this, this madness.
0: And so, Uh, Yeah. We don't need time machines. We need more art. We need more Polaroids. We need more film. You know, we need more canvases and paint and, and all those things. Um, More people making us laugh and think differently. Yeah. That's yeah, what Yeah, I need think now.
1: also, you know, I a lot of people hate, uh, you know, the disability of photography everywhere with phones and AI, uh, hey, actually, we need to embrace that. That's a tool to get people into uh, observing more what's around them, into caring about the the little and the big things, caring about uh, people and and uh, what's happening. Right. So, like, hey, this stupid phone can can help you with that. Let let's embrace it. Right. And uh, all sorts of of uh, photography and all forms of of art are. Uh, i are actually a very good way out of this for a lot of people uh yeah i think it me too i, I I'm, and maybe it's a way of coping uh, and it, all those things are going on but uh, for me going out for a walk with a camera uh, puts my brain into it you know i'm not mm-hmm. into this so much other stuff happening uh going for a walk it's different without a camera right and when to think about, you know, my problems and what's what going on in everywhere. But with a camera, you develop this awareness of stuff around you and uh, it's actually a, it's a way to learn how to love things that are around you and things that are happening you know, and other people and, you know, the human life and the human, things that humans have made or wherever we exist. So, uh, Yeah, totally agree with others
0: So we need more art and we need more love.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah alex says people evolve technology evolves art evolves remember how they felt about impressionists at first i mean i still don't like impressionists now but <laughs> i'm just fucking with you <clears throat> yeah but yeah she's not wrong
1: Absolutely. No. yeah oh. I, I'm, I i i yeah, even like uh, going back to your topic, even people that are buying their, you know, their fancy cameras and everything, hey, that's hard. I'm absolutely fine with people doing that. Uh, like it, it, it's their way of, if, if that's in them making art and pictures, if, if that works for them, cool for me. I, like me, I just like my power like, camera.
0: Yeah, but we figured I'm out super. that it's not really that expensive, all things considered. It's just we're all poor now.
1: <laughs> that's another way of... <laughs> I'm not of uh, Yeah,
0: because, like, it, it's an interesting thing, and, like, I, I should have known this before, like, talking shit and going down that rabbit hole, but it's, like, the same thing when people complain about film prices, and it's, like, you know, film prices are the same as they were at the peak of film in, in the 90s. So it's, like, film prices haven't changed. Um, the amount of money and the power for our money has changed. And... Um, yeah that's what we should be really angry at is like the people who have created that change and created this divide between the power that we have with what we do um, and have made it become nearly inaccessible to, um, to do almost anything. Like, you know, I saw some like article somewhere where it's like, you know, millennials are turning to drugs because life sucks. And it's like, yeah, fair enough. Like, you know, shit's kind of fucked up. My parents were talking about um, buying a house in, in Calgary. The first house that they bought was 30 grand in like 19, I think it's like 1986 or something like that, or like 1985. And let's see, what is... How much is 30,000 C.A.D. in 1984? The value of the Canadian dollar today. Yeah, so. Oh, fuck this thing. This is not a calculator. It's making me do the work. Yeah. So like even with inflation and this is where like the housing market has gone completely out of control. So that $30,000 house in 1984 would be $76,000 in today's money.
1: Which will be super
0: cheap. Yeah. Which would be affordable. Like, you know, it's, it's still a lot, but like that someone could get a mortgage for that today. Yeah. You know, but that house, like that, that house is worth? I think the last time we looked is like one point eight million dollars.
1: Yeah, that's insane. Okay. And uh, and it's not that people can like. For me, it's crazy that people can get a loan for that much money. Now, like like you you could, uh, actually, like you know, get a loan, get a loan on on something that is like way more than you're gonna be making your entire life, right? Or, yeah. Uh, it's. It, there might be another crisis around the corner around this. I don't know. Maybe I put this this podcast in this interview in your daily. Uh, <laughs> might
0: happen. happen
1: later. I'm predicting it right now. If it does happen
0: please. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's just depressing. Make more art. That's all we can control. Yeah, make make Sorry. more art. Say nice things to strangers. No. Don't be a dick. Like no. you know. Uh, so, uh,
1: going back to the making pictures and uh, like price of film and everything, uh, I mean, pictures have never been more affordable than before. It's just film is expensive, and I think, I, like, I I can be, like, I'm not really upset when when I see that that portrait 800 now costs 20 bucks a roll, because I it it became a luxury item, yeah. right? But artists have have never had easy access to the things that they use, right? So it's going to be uh, creative people that are going to make out out of uh, their phones, out of their whatever thing they have accessible. Maybe it's a you know, 10-year-old camera, maybe whatever. Uh, uh, you, you still stop being in that spot on being cheap, that it was actually for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a big period of time where it was, uh, it, it was accessible. People that study on the 70s, uh, they get trouble on the their film, right It, it wasn't for them uh, mm-hmm. and that's why you see when you look at the life of a lot of these you know, amazing photographers that we look back to uh, a lot of them actually came from like rich families right? like <laughs> they, they didn't have a humble origin just a fraction of them a very small fraction of them because mm-hmm. that was not as different as it is today uh, but now you do see people making art with devices that are more affordable affordable to take pictures uh, uh, today and i i embrace that so I don't want to be this, the, the, the snob that I, you know, I like Polaroid, so I expect everyone, other people to shoot stuff like that. I'm, no, it's, it's okay if you use other stuff. It's okay to use your phone. I love people that use their phone for oh, stuff like this.
0: Use, use whatever you have available to you. No. Like, I, I don't think that to make like real art or whatever, you have to like shoot like film or it has to be like a certain mm-hmm. thing. Like, you know, I, it, if I come across anyone that thinks that kind of way, I don't really want to interact with them because I think it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're not in the chat. They don't
1: get to enter.
0: No, they don't, they don't get to be part of the chat. Um, <laughs> use whatever tools. It's like, you know, when people are like, Oh, what's the best camera that I should buy? It's like, well, how much money do you have to spend? Like whatever you can afford for that much money, that is the best camera that you can buy. Like <laughs> just get that and start and, and go from there. Like, I mean, when I started doing photography, Way back in the day, I, I shot most of my stuff with this, like, piece of shit Kodak Easy Share garbage pile from, like, Walmart. It was such a terrible camera. It was awful. Um, and I managed to get my money back on it. Like, I brought it back. It was just so bad. And then I, I bought, like, a Canon, um, I think it was, like, a PowerShot, like, A60 or something like that. 3.2 megapixels. Um, and I had so much fun with that camera, like just the, I did lots of night photography with it and stuff cause I had like manual functions and it was a, it was a great camera. Um, yeah, you don't, you don't need a lot to, like, it was funny. Like I, I took a loan out to get a Nikon D70 when they first came out, like, cause I thought a DSLR would like elevate, uh, my photography and uh, just like wickedly aged myself right there um, but I found myself missing the power shot a lot because it was just like easier and um, especially for like street stuff because it was like stealthier you know versus like bringing out a cannon of a fucking uh, camera yeah just make, make cool stuff
1: yeah. Yeah. Those little like either the power shoots or the Nikon cool or whatever the name of the, you know, those like more like point and shoot for the family. Uh, those are actually great at this point in time. Like, like they, they are very impressive. Uh, and, and phone cameras also, like are, are, a lot of the times I'm like, Oh, there's not enough light. I cannot take the picture, but the phone can like somehow the phone can take the picture. So, uh, the, the I I don't I, I kind of like love digital photography. I wish I would use it like I love it up to the point that I would, like only use that so I would not be burning my money on for it. <laughs> but yeah um, I I embrace it, I respect all of the people that I want to make cookies. You're
0: good people, Apple. No, you are. Like I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm glad
0: you. that uh, that we like you know met in Seattle and got to hang out, and it was really awesome. Like hanging out with you and Den. Like um, so, yeah, I'm glad you were able to come, like hang out in the camera exchange. Um, if you two, you both talk about confidence in shooting, what happens where you trust yourself to take that you take good pictures. That's an interesting question. So the, the question yeah. is, if it suits you both, talk about confidence in shooting. What happens where you trust yourself that you take good pictures? You want to take that one first?
1: Yeah, my, my answer is kind of boring, though. I don't really think about that because I am super fine with the pictures not coming out. Mm. And it happens a lot with polar, so I take the pictures like, you oh, don't come out. Like good, so I like. There's always that consistency that I'm like totally okay with. I don't, uh, I don't take the pictures for because I want it on a gallery or I want it on Instagram. I'm just kind of like just compulsively taking pictures, and uh, sometimes it doesn't work out. So I don't have uh, something like a confidence that uh, a lot of the times that, like I know, yeah, it's gonna come out well uh, because I you know I know the camera, I know the, the the light situation is like, yeah, it's going to come out. But a lot of the times I'm like, yeah, I don't know if it's going to work. And I'm fine, with it. Let's try it. Let's see, let's see what happens.
0: I, I feel that a lot, especially with Polaroid. Because, like, mm-hmm. the way I approach Polaroid is um, failure is inevitable. Like, I've fucked up so many frames of Polaroid. Like, it's... It's kind of ridiculous, um, but I'm not upset about any of them because some of them are happy accidents, and um, and even when I've shot film and I've been angry at myself because I thought they they were bad pictures and they made me feel feel bad like I failed or something. Um, I've looked back on them before, and um, and I end up liking them in a way like the one role that makes me think about this specifically is like the first time i shot some ferrania p30 that is like the most unforgiving fucking film out there it's it's mean like it's a mean film but if you nail it it's so like just like it's like turbocharged contrast it's like you know double x on steroids I shot this roll of it with my friend Mara. I got a heat stroke that day. It was a crazy hot day. But I was taking pictures of her in a waterfall. She was fine because she was in the waterfall. I was not fine because I was not in the waterfall. (laughs) So it's like dying. Um, But I fucked up the exposure on a bunch of the shots. And they just kind of like some of them came out like muddy and bad. And so I was just like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. And I don't know how to like, you know, I should just like sell all my camera gear. And then I just sort of like park that thought. Shot some other stuff, like stuff that I don't beat my like when I do street photography and things like that. Like you, I don't. There's no issue of confidence with it because it's just like I'm walking around and I'm taking pictures of interesting things and stuff I'm curious about and you know whatever results come or whatever results. But let's like when. I'm doing collabs. I guess there's like a bit of that confidence thing there. But then I look back at the photos like six months later and it was like, these are actually really fucking good. Like some like seriously like artsy shit in here. And you know, not, they're not technically perfect, but you know, when I came back with a different frame of mind, I was like, these are, these are really good. And so I think frame of mind also, is Kind of important, and yeah, that's a really good question. Yeah,
1: yeah, that is a very good one. And funnily enough, when I if I really want high confidence that the, I want the picture to like to have it, most likely I'm also gonna take the picture with my phone mm. because I know that it's gonna work, right? And I, if it's and that's not gonna happen because something I think something is beautiful or whatever because I want to pressure that moment, right? I'm just. I also give it a try with my phone, just to keep it. I uh, see Mario just joined. Yeah, Mario. Uh, said, Mario, yeah, Mario you're joining late. We, Mario, we have like a maybe like a ten twenty minute segment just to talk about how the big white fucks. That the that was the topic <laughs> of the conversation, <laughs> um, Yeah. Yeah. We, and we both are very happy stories.
0: And we decided the the big white fucks hard. Um, you also missed out on the highlights of killing baby Hitler, and um, we did talk about Jesus a little bit too. Also, alcohol. We had we had a pretty substantial episode, like a portion on alcohol, and uh, yeah. you missed all that. But Mario is going to be the guest next week, so we'll get to talk about oh. some fun stuff with him. Uh, but he had a he had a comment here. He's like, "Would you say it's because you're primarily instant film shooters?" Because he feels the same.
1: I yeah, I think probably that changed my mind a lot. Like I, I was more uh, into let's get it right with with previous cameras, but now that I am uh that's what I was saying that it's kind of humbling, right? Like like you are you end up being okay with pictures that you're like, Oh yeah, it's don't worry, but it's it's good anyway. Uh because you're not gonna spend a whole pack on trying to take a picture, right? So you're like, Okay, this is what it is, I'm I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I, I think that's also like the, a freedom that that incident film adds is um, it's just kind of like genuine and honest. And you know, you, you take a frame or two and then you move on. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Sand versus tones prepares you for life.
1: Happy accents have the best part of feeling. Yeah, yeah, that's also true. Uh, yeah. A lot of times it's uh, it, it surprised to you, especially with, with polar film sometimes, they, like the colors are like, wow, I didn't thought I didn't this was supposed to come out, and it's like yeah. shocking how, how good stuff looks. And like It's better than life.
0: <laughs> well, that one, and then especially when you're fucking with uh, expired film and you get like the the spread sort of like yeah. frames your subject, like that yeah, that great. um the old impossible that I caught you guys on holy fuck i got lucky with that shit like that blew my mind cuz like that was 2013 and 2014 that both of those expired in and to get like decent spreads and images with, with you guys in them that was phenomenal yeah yeah you 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 get to
1: have over very five for each one of those that it comes away with five pictures that doesn't come out and uh I believe my my experience is you, you just move on. It's like have oh, you don't get fine. Yeah. Don't trust too much about it. If not, it's probably painful. I think for perfection is uh, using instant film is already super annoying. It's like it's a waste of time.
0: If you want perfect at a digital camera, like just do that. <laughs> yeah probably yeah. Or hire a film team. True. Um, do okay, you either if you fuck with chemicals darkroom? Um You have a dark room. Yeah, right? I, I I don't
1: I don't have a dark room, uh, but I do develop my my own film. Uh, I I even done some color, They from some Ooh. Uh, um so that's the most advanced thing that I that I done I, I'm, also going some Cyano and stuff like that and uh, uh, trying trying a bit of that. Um but yeah, developed my, my own film and it makes a lot of sense to to start doing that, you know, in these times where film types are expensive. And it's I find it uh like a relaxing but not not relaxing, but it's something that something that I was talking about going out for a walk with a camera. It's something that takes you out of the context of the things that you're usually doing. So uh, especially when you have things that are like a hey, the time is you have to wait two minutes and then other two minutes and then other two minutes. like sorry the, between the, for those two minutes are actually gonna be like focus on this like this has to happen so a uh, time size so if I if I have multiple batches of film it's some kind of meditation and uh, you get uh, uh, you get disconnected from from the one so I really like uh, developing my own film uh, I Going to my own like things that I like combination of of a uh, developer and other things that I like and I just uh, stick with that for fact not much experimenting uh, mm. but it doesn't make it less fun for me.
0: That's cool, man. Yeah. Um, I I used to develop my own film in Toronto, um, <laughs> but I hate scanning so much. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. Part, yeah, that scanning is the worst. Developing is so much fun. But fuck scanning. Um, I don't have a darkroom yet, but it's in the works. So um, Kay's been to my studio before. And um, I gonna like that's part of the winter plans is uh, finish the darkroom because I want to start doing some experimenting with um, reversal on uh, negative paper because Ethan taught me how to do it. Not the basic bitch way. Black and white. Black yeah, and white. yeah, black and white. I this the principle is the same with RA four, but um, uh, I haven't um, I haven't gone around to like fucking around with color. Color scares me because is the temperature stuff. I know it's like supposed to be easier, but like I'm gonna start with black and white and then go from there. Um, yeah. But so I I saw a
1: female thing about RA four. Uh, but I actually got to uh, help Ethan when he was doing this 2824 20 in, uh, in in New York and one of the days he was there I was running the like the trade like developing the the color stuff And um, it was everything at room temperature it wasn't like
0: oh wow so
1: yeah he uh, I think that if someone that is like a super perfectionist so Ethan's workflow, they will be like, "Wow, this is like super sloppy." But you know what? It works. So the way that uh, Ethan does that is like he he will take a picture and will see, "Okay, this is too magenta." So he will just put a filter, like on the room temperature, put a filter on the on the lens. There you go, corrected. And now the next uh, batch is gonna come more neutral. And hmm. as he goes during the day, the chemistry starts to change a bit so he will just adjust his filters. And at this point, he uh, has done it so many times that he sees a, a, you know, one, one of his pictures and he's like, okay, now I need to use this filter and this filter, put it in front of the lens and there you go. Now you have a more neutral color. So uh, if you are okay with compensating with filters on camera, you can do it right for uh, a room separate.
0: I think I'll just fuck with black and white for now and then. Yeah, you know. absolutely, it's also way, way. <laughs> it'll be way way easier yeah it's okay I I did used to use my bathroom in Toronto uh, for darkroom but what I want to do here is I also want to have like an enlarger and stuff so I can do like uh, printing and um, have a place for like developing paper and stuff not just film Um, but once I get it set up you're more than welcome to come down and check it out and um, once I figure out the reversal process I'll do a portrait for you and the black and white reversal process which I think will be fun yeah, I'll,
1: I'll stop over there too with Kai
0: Kai you want to go there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and bring bring Brandy you know you two can, come on up yeah well, we yeah. can we can have like an unofficial Policon Vancouver
1: that will be a pretty, uh, yeah a great thing to plan uh, right now I can't read the country a bunch of like you know topic uh, but after uh, as soon as I can, I'm gonna definitely go stop visit you. Also, a uh, uh, you know a very good friend from my uh, childhood lives over there that I haven't visited
0: him since he moved.
1: I uh, think 2020 moved. Uh, so I'm, uh, yeah, I really want to go to Vancouver.
0: Anytime. I, I'm my, my apartment is super tiny, but you got a place to stay.
1: Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. same thing. If you come here to Seattle, if you're okay with that. Car- Oh, I love cats. Thelonious will, will welcome
0: you. Ol- sure. Only if Thelonius is going to, like, you know, play me a solo. Oh, he will. <laughs> Well, you know, thank you for hanging out with me uh, tonight, Abel. It was good to see no, you I'll again be- after, like, you know, spending so much time together the last two months, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, looking forward to many more hangs in person.
1: Yeah. Will I see you in the in like the next couple of months? Are you planning on coming to Seattle for
0: grand or um, I well, I can't come down for the um, the Halloween one because I've, I've no. got some other obligations. But yeah, I'll definitely be down for for some stuff there. Um, yeah, I've got some friends that live in Everett that I you know, want to go visit as well too. So um we'll definitely make my way down there and then there's uh there's bay area of course and uh so yeah you'll definitely see me i'll
1: see you <laughs> thank um, you very
0: much
1: thank you very much for having me this went at some point this conversation went wild but i'm very happy that we are wrapping up in a good note and not at some point it was very dark So
0: yeah I'm, uh, I'm glad we didn't wrap up with baby hitler because that wouldn't have been yeah that's very, not the move that's not to move well i'll let mr mocha walk us out here um next week we're gonna have mario uh aka max spark plug on with the big wide that fucks um so definitely tune in for that um i might have to make some stickers to say this camera fucks in in commemoration of this conversation um you know thank you for tuning in and uh this episode was brought to you by Cameras That Fuck. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everyone in the, in the chat. Too.
0: Right. <laughs> Take care, man. Bye
1: bye. Take care. Bye bye.